Let's see. I got uh, some some random lady added me on Snapchat, and she just sent me a video. So let's see what happens. Yep, it's a porn star. My light fell. A real one? I don't know if she's real. Here, still playing. <sighs> the phone illuminating your fucking jerk off face. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty hot. I, mean, I gotta do the dad watch that. Yeah, well, it's not even porn. She's in a bathing suit. No, she, but she stuff. wants me to, she wants me to, you know, it's, it's like a porn bot. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a real person. What should I say? Oh, she sent me two. Oh, where's it? What's just, the other one? She just pulled her dress up. She wasn't wearing a dress in the first one. Yeah, this one. is a different one. Oh, she's bending over. Can I see? You're not really missing out on much. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my! <laughs> you need Jesus. You need Jesus. You and that butterfly tattoo. Oh my God! Swipe up to have some fun with me on my OnlyFans. So I gotta pay. How many videos did she send? What's me? the other one? Christ! This is like the fifth one. This is what kept blowing my phone up in the middle of the movie. It's really funny when you can't see it. You can just hear it. Why? Click, you click, know, blowing it. You know what's funny? It's funny how she found your account. Who the fuck are you? Because <laughs> your username is, Kegel, <laughs> is Dr. Kegel. <laughs> all right. All right. Welcome to the Degenerate Podcast. Yeah, you know, man, I'm just getting over something fierce right now. Um, I went to work yesterday and... I had to fill up the truck at the gas station. So while I was in there, I bought a croissant, which gas station food, you know? No, no, no. no. It's not gas station food. It's a gas station croissant. <laughs> it's somehow worse. So I get the croissant. I'm driving on the road. I'm about halfway into eating it. And I I take a bite, you know, and something feels off. I look down at it. So the whole picture of croissant. Now picture it blue, and it was covered with like white fuzz. And I was like, Ugh. I launch it out the window. I pull over and immediately start fingering my mouth, trying to like throw up, you know. And I'm like, I got like three or four fingers. I'm just like, like trying, and like my tongue started cramping. And then like one of my managers called me and goes, "Dude, what's going on?" I was like, what? He goes, yeah, uh, we were tracking you, and we we just saw that you pulled over because my truck has six cameras. There's like two on the outsides, one in the front, two in the back. It's crazy. He goes, yeah, we're, we're looking at you on the monitors. You're, you're like gagging yourself. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I ate a blue croissant. He goes, don't worry about me, boss. I'm yeah. just out here pulling trigger. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like vomiting into this like, auto shop parking lot and he goes well well do you think you can still work i'm like hey baby i'm already out of here man i'll work so that made me feel like shit up until today and then we watched a really bad movie now he feels like shit because he ate four wendy's sandwiches i didn't need four wendy's we, we didn't even go to wendy's yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> 
get it? Because we did go to Wendy's. I did it without the logo. See, we did go to Wendy's. That's me explaining the joke, much like much of the jokes in the movie we watched. Would you like to do a podcast? <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. Your intro also really quick. Your intro reminded me of that time uh, you got shit-faced at Jack's house and uh, started vomiting in the street. And a uh, good friend of the podcast, Stavros, came out and who was completely sober, saw you throwing up and went, oh, man, I'll never let a, I'll never let a friend throw up alone and then just shoved the finger down his throat and puked into the street. I remember that. Yeah. The best part is you never puked. <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of heaving. Yeah. That was you, my thing. I would heave a lot. Oh, you came right. close, but he came out and he was like, oh, shit, I got you, homie. Oh, and then yeah, walked that, away. You know what, Stavros? Thanks, man. Friend of the show. Thank you. Friend of the show. Is he a friend of the show? I guarantee he's never seen an episode. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck you, Stavros, piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, Blow this clip up. Kevin, make this into a TikTok. Blow this shit up, and then hopefully he sees it when it goes viral. We need Stavros to know that we hate him. He's cool. Um, Love you, Stav. So, take two. Welcome back. We watched a movie today. A pretty popular one. Uh, It was... Guardians of the Galaxy... Three. We're a little late. Just what? a little. It's been out for like, what, three weeks? Has it? I yeah. don't know. We've been busy. I don't pay attention. Well, last week was Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers out there that watch our podcast. Go moms. Go moms. Mom power. Mom fuel. Love it. I love having sex with them. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, all right. So, uh, Milfs. so yeah. Milfs. Milfs. <laughs> So I'm in a committed relationship. Me too. <laughs> we love our girlfriends. Oh, I love you, dear. Kisses. Love Mwah. you. Mwah. Mwah. You don't have to say it to her. She doesn't watch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She at watches. Least, at least mine watches. She watches. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, you you can't say shit. Ready? All right, Serena. If you're watching this, text me. Fuck you, you piece of shit. All right, we're gonna see. You can't tell her. You can't. <laughs> you put that phone down. <laughs> <laughs> Tomahawk. Uh, so take three. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy three, and it was uh, it was lame as shit. So lame. It was just it was fucking goofy. Picture that kid you went to high school with that nobody liked. That was this movie. <laughs> Picture that kid that you didn't feel bad when he got bullied. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's real quick. Picture that kid who you wouldn't, who who nobody was afraid of shooting up the school because you knew they were a little bitch. Yeah, there was there was a kid in my school that no one liked because he would. Go, I don't know if he was like retarded or something, but he'd go up to everyone and just do this. Hey, man, look what I can do! And you'd look, and he would just do this. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> sick, man. Wicked sick. That kid's name was Charlie Compone. <laughs> 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 you just see me in high school. Hey, man. Oh, dude, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, so the movie. Yeah. So the movie, yeah, really did. It really did suck. Um, you know, oh, it, it Keegan's uh, Keegan has a theory. If you want to share your Marvel theory, which Again? I think you did during Ant-Man 3. but Of course I did. I'm very proud I of this theory. I could sum it up real quick for you if you want. I'll do it. It's my theory. My Marvel theory. My mo- <laughs> my, my Marvel movie theory is that uh, all Marvel movies remain completely neutral to me because it is always equal things that are good and equal things that are bad. So you go in, you watch an hour and a half of movie, and you come out the other side going, oh, okay, <laughs> and then you leave. Yeah. At least you do if you're normal. Yeah. One of these like Marvel fanboys. Yeah, oh, hey. was like, but- yeah, but this one was really centered on Rocket, the bunny, which, which he's not a raccoon until the end when he is a raccoon. <laughs> Turns out he was a raccoon the whole time. You know you what? Fucking guessed it. What, what's What's funny is that a lot of the hype with this movie, from personally what I saw on like Instagram, whatever else, was a lot of it was people were really into how centered around Rocket it was, that you're seeing his backstory and this and that. I I hated every single time. Well, should we do the Spoil- plot summary? Of I was just going to bring that up. Spoilers okay. ahead. Here's this week's plot summary with Keegan. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Go yeah, for it, buddy. Give me keep, plot, keep it short and sweet, man. Give me, give me a plot summary of the week logo. That's just a guy doing this. <laughs> hey, Let's he wasn't get, Italian. Get that guy. Was is that supposed to be Italian? Well, you know, Italians are like oh, they talk oh, with their we're hands. Just like, using fucking he slur- would like we're using mu- slurs now. He would like mush his fingers and just go look, <laughs> look what I can, look what I can I do. Spent years perfecting this. <laughs> Ready? Eh. All right, plot summary of the week. Yep. We find our friends, the Guardians. Keep it short and sweet. (laughs) Well, if you keep fucking interrupting me, then it won't be short or sweet. We find our friends, uh, the Guardians, on their little slice of space. Uh, What is it? Nowhere? Yeah. And uh, they're just kind of hanging out, uh, moping around. I don't really know what they were doing. One of them was hanging a sign up. Yeah, they were like in a... It wasn't in English, so I can't tell you what it meant creep was playing we're getting there yeah so uh peter quill is fucking shit-faced yeah uh blasting (laughs) (laughs) blasting radiohead's creep over the loudspeakers of the entire town everyone needs to know how i feel until uh rocket raccoon says fuck that noise go to fucking bed you drunk piece of shit and then some random man headbutts the wall, flies through it like a bullet, and and kills like three of the guardians, uh, mainly Ra- uh, Rocket Raccoon, who yeah. uh, does not recover whenever he dies, unlike everybody else apparently. Yeah. Uh, so he gets shot, and it's not good. They try to use like a med pack on him, but oh, surprise! He's got uh 
some kind of bomb inside of them <laughs> that blows up when you use medicine on them. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it means or how long that's been true, but here we are. It furthers the plot. So he goes down and he like slips into a coma and they're like, ow, ow, and Peter Quill's all guilty because he was shit-faced. Uh, so they're, they're going to go save the day by infiltrating a corporation that uh, uh, is based out of a meat planet. Uh <laughs> yeah right and all the, called, all the what's guards it called? wearing like, meat armor therp? <laughs> it's very annoying to pronounce I it's, called it the anus when I first saw it <laughs> yeah. look at that prolapsed look anus at that. That, is a, that is a tight anus my god I'd like to dive five five of my friends in, in spacesuits into that anus that's just what we're gonna do so, uh, so they go in there to get the file on raccoon thing and origin <laughs> story then they get it, and then they're like, oh, we need a code to de- deactivate the bomb. So then they go to the big bad who has the code. But and Gamora's uh, there. We're getting, we, I, I'm sticking to the plot. that She had nothing to do with the plot. That's true. She was just another pawn in this fucking endless game of Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they go to the big bad who has created another version of Earth and populated it with human animals. <laughs> Who speak like Dutch. And then they blow it up. Yep. <laughs> for no reason. The end. He blows it up. They take off in a spaceship. Uh, shenanigans ensue that leaves three of the Guardians on the spaceship. They gotta go back on the spaceship where they find uh, like an army of children. And they're like, we gotta save the children because we're the good guys. Uh, then the guy loses his fucking shit and like kills his own crew and like blows up his own ship and then they save all the kids and then they all break up and then the movie ends with a 90s sitcom dance routine done and that's the last guardians movie you'll never see another one yeah oh you will maybe they're um, like, it's supposed to be a trilogy. It was always meant to be a trilogy. Yeah. Was it? Let me introduce you to like nine of my mo- favorite movies that were supposed to be trilogies. <laughs> and now they're not. Um, I'll give you a hint. That should not have been. We're up to six now, right? Six Pirates of the Caribbean. Five have been made. They're working on six. Because the first one is honestly one of my favorite movies ever made. Fantastic movie. Um, The other two kind of lost the plot, but they got cooler. Well, you know, you and me talked about this. Jack Sparrow got so fucking popular from the first one that they... Why don't we just make him the main character? Yeah, like, let's just send her the whole thing. He'll get in It's not like he was good because he wasn't the main character. Hold up. He got stuck. Yeah. I could talk pirates all day, but I'm not going. Let's talk guardians because you know we have a podcast. But pirates are so much better. Okay, yeah, okay. We'll do a pirates episode in the future, but uh, if this hits 50 likes, which it won't, (laughs) I don't think we get past five likes. (laughs) Um, yeah, right. We suck. So, what the first thing I'd like to discuss is, um, no, I won't kiss you. He will. No, I won't. So. The movie, uh, let's, I mean, what I think we should do is, why don't we, uh, oh, I don't even know. Oh, so bad. Well, I actually took notes. You didn't. I know, because I forgot. We forgot our notebooks. I just take it on my phone. Uh, I don't want to have my phone out. All right, let's talk about the opening, because the opening freaked me out. 
Not in a good way. Yeah. Um, the opening was like really oddly long. Yeah. And um, set up a mood for an entirely different movie. Yes. <laughs> it opens up with uh, a bunch of baby raccoons in a cage. And there is a shadowy figure approaching them very slowly. And then he opens the cage and all the baby raccoons are very scared. And the teenage girls behind us all squeed. And they went, ah, and I went, shut up. And then the man reaches towards one raccoon who I assume is Rocket. Uh, and then it cuts yeah. to the, the, to the what I described before. Listening to creep. <laughs> um, what the hell am I doing here? It was, well, so, yeah, that, that included that the scene where Rocket is walking to get Peter was so long it like it was the entire song of creep yeah of just him walking and it was like i will say unnecessary it was unnecessary but i gotta say i was kind of interested because part of me was kind of like okay when or where is this gonna go wrong i was like and i didn't like now that i I seen the movie i didn't like it but while i was watching it for the first time it's like Okay, this could be setting up something. Are they trying to set this peaceful tone of everyone just building up this little town? I think and... if they like cut it in half, I would have been happy with it. Because yeah. it would have gotten the message done, but like it went on for just a little too long. Much like the remainder of the movie. <laughs> and also, so the opening was very like horror movie-esque. Like it was very creepy. It was very dark and very disgusting and unsettling. And I was like, this could be interesting. And then it just turned to a guardians of the galaxy movie. And it's like, what movie were you trying to set up? Like, this is such a weird way to open a movie. That's going to be like, here's a bunch of goofy guys in space shooting people. All right. First things first, uh, uh, two minutes of, uh, as a, as a centric horror. Yeah. Um, so, so Rocket goes into his room after they like tuck Peter Quill into bed because he's shit faced, and then Rocket takes his shirt off and he sees all like, you know, some of his hair doesn't grow back. He's all scarred and the fucking, classic character takes off his shirt and he's got whip lashings on his. Back yeah, he's got he, he's wounded, man. Oh my god, he's wounded. Oh my god, he's been in the shit. So uh, as he's like there, uh, what's his name? Is it Will Poulter? Poulter? Palter? The gay kid from Shameless? That wasn't him. <laughs> it wasn't? <laughs> no, it was the kid in We're the Millers. Okay. Maybe it's the same. It, I know it's not the same guy. They look but anyway, like the same person to me. He looks like a golden Superman. Looks like... like Ye, Yeah, that, that, there's like a race of people that are like painted gold. Yeah, and then he flies through the window and just beats the living shit out of Rocket. And then... The guardians fuck him up, and then he just like no one guardian fucked him up, and then he just flew away. Uh, Dex, Dax, Dra- Drax, um, our our good friend, friend of the show, <laughs> Dave Batista. I'm Dave Batista. Dave Batista. I'm an actor. I'm in a cabin. Cabin. I'm not doing this because you're gay. I want that to be understood. I'm a gym teacher. A gym teacher. A gym teacher. Watch episode three to understand that reference. Well, listen, you can't watch it. Oh, you could just listen to it on Apple or Spotify. Anyway. Dave Batista. Dave 
Digital. Got brain so worms. He like leaves, but then, you know, rockets in like the ICU. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then they just got to save his life. But a lot of people were discussing that, you know, because I like Rocket's character from like the other ones. Like, I thought, you know, I thought he was cool. And people kept saying, like, oh, yeah, his backstory and this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I hated it so um, much. I don't think his backstory was bad. I think the. How they executed yeah, it the was The execution horrible. of how they presented it was bad. Yeah, like, it was fucked up when they, like, did all those tests on him and they threw him back in the cage and, like, his whole head was basically sewn back on. Yeah, they. they I was like, oh shit. They had a <laughs> They had a good thing going. There's so many like there's so many ways I can complain about this because I've so yeah. many different like problems with it. Yeah. Uh they they just they tacked on these really corny fucking animal characters. Yeah. Oh my god, you know who they fucking looked like? They looked like the toys in Sid's room in Toy Story. <laughs> like Yeah. The, the fucking who's the woman? It's like the, sp- the baby head with spider legs. Yeah, yeah. It was like all of those guys. Yeah, there was a bunny with spider legs. There was uh, an otter with robot arms and legs. And then and the our best favorite, one, the walrus in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want my name to be Teeth. <laughs> it's like wow, they 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 finally put a retarded person in. Uh, yeah, right. Relax. Um, no, these fucking characters were just fucking awful. Like. It was, like, supposed to be really, like, dramatic. They kept trying to go for, like, dramatic, spooky, and then they'd have these, like, Teletubby characters talking. Like, yeah. they're all laying there, and they're like, you know, when we when we move on to the, the, the utopia, we have to have names. And the one character goes, <laughs> I want my name to be Floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you, stupid? I want my name to be Floor because I'm laying on the floor. I should kill you. (laughs) I should kill you. And then the walrus was like, I want to be teeth because I have teeth. He goes, well, we all have teeth, but considering (laughs) mine are the most prominent, I think I should be called Toofs. Yeah. The the otter was the only one with a real name. And then obviously Rocket goes, I want to build rockets. So my name's going to be Rocket. <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, so my name's going to be Rocket. And then, like, the dialogue was just so cringy. Like, here's the thing. I wouldn't really mind it if it wasn't so cringy. It was like, man, when we get out of here, the things we're going to do. And every time in the flashback scene, the fucking otter would go, it's great to have friends. <laughs> and it's like it's like and might i know well, i know you're all gonna die might by as well the way. just look dead into the camera when we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah because they're setting up that so cuddly cute friendly oh we're the four bro. what was that montage of them just running around tickling each other laughing i it was just I, like oh get it the fuck away i think it was like tag or something but yeah they're like playing tag like <laughs> it was two but they had there was two different cells and it was two per cell yeah, and, oh, but they, it literally seemed like they did a game of Ring Around the Rosie, and they and, all fell down. <laughs> it's great to have friends. And, and you know, like we previously stated, the walrus is in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Because, Why are you playing a game where you have to run with a walrus in a wheelchair? <laughs> well, because here's the thing. They're stuck in these cages, and the experiments are being done on them by this 
This generic bad guy. What is that? It's Jason Statham. Should we talk like Jason Statham for the remainder of the podcast? No. Yeah, so here's what's going on, mate. No. So all these fucking characters. Yeah, mate. They're being experimented on by this bad guy. And so, like, like Rocket, like, his head was, like, shaved and his head was, like, sewn back on and they just threw him in the cell. And, like, the otter was, like, missing arms, but it has, like, robot arms and then... Yeah, the walrus was in, like, a wheelchair, and the bunny had, like, a metal plate over its mouth. Yeah, I feel like they were going for, like, I feel like they went so hard into, like, horror elements that, like, I feel like the studio might have stepped in and went, like, can you make these a little more kid-friendly? Yeah. And that's when they gave them stupid fucking dialogue. Yeah. Because, like, they looked like like shit out of, like, a horror game. Yeah, but, but you know, they spoke like fucking Teletubbies. Honestly, it's it's interesting you bring that up because I think it had to be the studio because we, we were talking about James Gunn on the way back from the movie. And it's like, you know, he's he's got a, a vision. He's, you know, he's pretty promising in this MCU. You know, I think that I think that if if it would have went his way, I think. I just think the studios should trust their directors and their writers, but they never do. That kid friendly, make it kid friendly. Like I, I, I would like to research that a little and see if you know they knowed him on a lot of stuff because yeah, it really does seem like that was supposed to be they way kinda, more fucked up than it was. Yeah, it felt like they were they tried to go for like a Thor three, like this is going to be the weird one, yeah, kind of thing, but feels like toned back in a way yeah i mean i it felt it felt like it was being held back which is why i say that it was probably studio fuckery because it it felt like it was trying to do stuff and just wasn't allowed to do it which really bugs me because it's like they know that the movie is gonna make money so they're like we don't care how we monitor this we don't care what we add or take out because people will see it and it'll be good enough where people will buy it and buy the merchandise and whatever like i mean marvel's i mean disney's the biggest entertainment conglomerate out there anything they do is gonna make money but it's like i just hate that there's no pride you know it's just all hack shit like though like I thought Rocket, because there's a scene where, what's the blue one's name with the black eyes? Uh, Nebula. Nebula. Yeah, they were watching what was happening to Rocket through some his like mem- some weird shit, and she was like, "Oh my god, that's worse than what Thanos did to me." <laughs> and it's like, I would have liked to see it, or I would have liked to see proper flashbacks and not him playing tag with a retarded walrus in a wheelchair. It just didn't seem as bad as everyone was making it out to be. And if Rocket really is this disturbed guy. The Thanos line was super tacky. Yeah. It was very tell don't show. It was very like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, they're all like watching. They're watching, but like it's on like this little like screen and they're all like looking down at it but we can't see the screen and they're like they're like oh 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 god 
Oh, and they're all like crying and weeping. And it's like, can I, can, can you tilt the camera down a little bit? Can I see this? And like, there's no fucking way that chick would have said that. Fuck out of here. That's like her identity yeah. is like what Thanos did to her. Thanos? And then she's like, oh, wow, that's not even. And then <laughs> I reevaluate everything I've ever thought about what happened to me. Yeah. Meanwhile, like he chopped you up and turned you into a robot. Yeah. Meanwhile, fucking like five scenes later. Uh, Star-Lord looks at Nebula and goes, I never realized how black your eyes are. She goes, that's because Thanos replaced them. That's fucking crazy. Oh, that's insane. You know, I, I was going to I was going to bring this up. Um, th- the jokes in this and this movie were like weirdly contradictive of themselves. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. A lot like there were a ton of jokes where they would make a joke and then the very next joke would contradict that original joke. Yeah. It was super weird and I didn't pick up on it until like later in the movie, but that that that's another example of it where it's like one scene she's like, "Oh, that's not that bad." And then the next scene she goes right back to bitching about it. Yeah. Um when I noticed it was later on when they're they're on uh the other Earth, I forgot what they call it. Yeah. Um, they're on the counter Earth. Yeah, yeah, they're on the fake Earth, and they're like they like go to jump in this guy's car, and Nebula can't like work the door handle because she's from space, and it's like a it's like an eighty two like Mercury or something, and she can, they, she can't figure out the door handle. It's like <laughs> okay, I get it. And then she finally gets it open, gets in the car. They go to drive away. Whole time, Chris Pratt is like, uh, you don't know how to work a door handle? Yeah, what are you, he, stupid? You he, just press the button. He goes, get in the fucking car. Which was funny. But I, I would just because I wasn't expecting a, a hard fucking to land right yeah. there. But no, what I'm, what I'm saying is then the very next moment is he goes to drive away and he can't drive the car. And she goes, really? He goes, I left there with when I was eight. Do you think, like, I know how to drive a car? It's like, dude, you were just making fun of her for not knowing how to work yeah. the handle. You can't then turn around and be like, I don't know how to drive. That that's Yeah, that's what it is. It's that, like, they're literally, like, it's like a ping pong game with their own character traits. It's like, I'm this way, I'm this way, I'm this way, I'm this way. And it's like... The whole time it just leaves me uninterested because now I'm just watching a movie pushing two hours about characters that just contradict themselves. And it's like. I I hated the characters in this movie. I hated all of the side characters. I even hated the main characters. I thought the best part were like the best part of the movie were like the really subtle jokes. Like when they met those other guards and then Star Lord was like covering for Drax. He's like, hey, Drax over here, my my friend is a, he's the the boss's nephew. He's a little, you know. And then the head of the guards on the other side was like, oh, I got one of those too. I mean, this guy, this guy he just turns everything. around and looks him dead he, in the he eyes. He goes, but this guy, I can't stand this guy. And the guy's just like, oh. <laughs> and it's like those like small things are funny, but I feel like a lot of the jokes also were relied on like cursing. Yeah, like a, a lot of it, it was like cursing. It was like movie. who's the one with the antennas? Um, uh, whatever her name is, I don't like her. I don't know. Like her acting seemed horrible. They're all their acting sucked. I think Chris Pratt is the only one that impressed me. Yeah, notice how he's the only one with a real fucking career. <laughs> but yeah, she um, was like, she was like, "You're a dickhead," and the whole theater was cracking up because like she she said dickhead. Did you hear that? <laughs> she said dickhead. The only time it was funny is when um, 
with the Drax. Same, the same, yeah, the same yeah. scene uh, as when the guards leave. They all like get pissed off at Mantis is their name. Yeah, and then and and uh, uh, Dave Batista just like like. Mantis, you asshole! Yeah, it's like at the time, and it was just so out. Of, was like, are we pretending to be mad again? Mantis, you asshole! Yeah, like that. That was funny because, like, the joke wasn't the curse. Yeah, it was that like, he was getting unreasonably upset. Yeah, but I mean, I like no like, the uh, the 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 characters in this movie are were fucking. I don't. I I can't really like speak on if it's specifically this movie or if it's just like the guardians across the board uh i didn't see the second one i saw the first one it was okay obviously they were in the event whatever um but like it was everything about them were fucking it was terrible i I think james gunn or or whoever wrote this movie was was leaning way too hard on every character being a moron yeah. Like anything that happens in the movie, any every joke, everything relies on them being stupid and making stupid decisions. Like the whole reason they're on the ship at the end of the movie is because Chris Pratt goes on with with Groot alone and then it starts taking off and then he jumps out. But whoops, the guys on the ground thought he was still on there. So we got to jump on the ship and it's like it's like really you guys didn't no, fucking communicate the plan like what yeah there's no communication and it, it just makes for a longer movie like there was so much of this i mean the end with all the little asian kids it's just like there was just so much shit where i'm like can't we just take this all out the main goal is saving rocket yeah the, i don't understand what the, the kids were really just tacked on at the end yeah, it, you know, like, and I know that Rocket released all the animals at the end, but it's like, I thought that would have been perfect. Yeah. It's his redemption. Yeah. You know, like, I thought that that would have touched me a lot. Right. If it was just that. But then it's like, Rocket has to go up to Quill and he's like, we got to save them. And he's like, we are saving the kids. He goes, no, the rest and like a herd of fucking animals come running out. I'm like, oh, really? Like it was just done so poorly. And like I thought Rocket's backstory would have worked great if he was like isolated. But again, they added these weird fucking Teletubby characters. Like that just it kept everything that happened, it just kept softening the blow. With a lot of it. And that's what really bothered me. I'm like, if you're going to make this gritty, if you're going to show this fucking guy getting tortured and shit and people getting shot and killed and whatever, like, you know, go all the way. I get like, yeah, kids are going to see it, but then don't make a movie like that. Uh, It was very, it was weird. It was just weird decisions from, from, I mean, that's what I come to expect from Disney now is weird decisions. But I don't know. I, I really think this movie just completely fell flat on its face. Only, I, the plot was a little goofy, but I think it would have been forgivable. But I, I really, I, I can do this whole episode on how much I disliked all the characters. Yeah. And I, I think like 90% of the problems with this movie have to do with the characters. Because they were so. Pointless. Yeah, there were way too many characters. And there were way too many side characters. And all of their plots were way too focused on. It was yeah. weird. Like it was like yeah, he tried to make everyone a main. Every character. everyone that shows up has a character, like yeah. a arc that's like, 
which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, you're every if you include a character, they should have some kind of arc. Even that fucking dog. Every single character. Like, there was way too many characters. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not that every character had an arc. It's that there was, like, 90 characters. And he he's, like, committing, like, valuable screen time to each character. Yeah. Like, you got the guy who adopted uh, Yondu's whistle weapon. He yeah. has an arc. The dog, the Cosmo dog, the Russian dog has an arc. Yeah. The fucking... Will Poulter's character, that golden Superman The golden has an guy, arc. his mom. Yeah. The animals, the, the weird animal henchmen. The guardians themselves, Quill and Gamora's relationship. Like, like, I know they're the main characters, but I'm just saying there were so many arcs. There were so many fucking arcs. And then, even again, at the end, they make an arc for, for Drax. How they're like, you're stupid. And then he starts making all the little Asian kids laugh. And they're like, well, we couldn't do that. He's he's not stupid. He's just goofy. And now he's a help. Now he's a helping hand. He's not just in the way all the time. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't care. I don't care. And it's not it's not even like... It's not the main cast's fault. It's because every single side character. There's a there's a fucking like little pet that they pick up that keeps showing up and yeah. it has its own little it, like takes arc. a shit in the spaceship. It it has its own little story where like they it, its owner gets vaporized by the dumbass gold yeah. guy. And it's just like it, it's too much, dude. It's fucking too much. Yeah, there's too way too much going. Like on. you're you're really just diluting your story to a point where I can't fucking. There's nothing to to taste. It's yeah. all water because like you've he, diluted it with like eighty different yeah. fucking. I don't know. It's like you know, know what analogy's going. Well, what I'm saying is they he probably could have ditched thirty pages of that script. Yeah, of and all then, side yeah, character he shit. He could have deleted thirty pages of that script. And then maybe took like 10 pages to really add depth to the main characters. You know? Like, oh, yeah, because they were sh- sh- fucking shallow as a puddle. I know. I don't. They, so this is going to be two points. So so buckle up. Um, I don't know why every character in this movie was angry all the time. So angry. And none of them like ever really had a reason to be. Yeah. Like, I, maybe Gamora, Gamora was pissed off just in general, like, all the time. Because Quill kept going up to her, I love you, we were great in the other life. Okay. And she's, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying is she had probably the most reason. But then, yeah. like, they're all fighting with each other. The only time the characters are interacting is when they're screaming at each other. I don't know, like, why that was so prominent. I think that he was just, like, relying so heavy on, like, banter. It's like, if they're the Guardians, I would like to see them be a team. Yeah, I th- yeah th- th- there's like just this, screaming at each other. There's that weird family element that they have in the movie where yeah. they're kind of like a cobbled together family. And I guess the point is that families fight, but like it, it, it wasn't a prominent theme. It was just the characters constantly screaming at each other, yeah, and constantly being angry and constantly. Like and yeah, for no like reason, like and, and, and if there was a reason, screaming. it wasn't translated uh, correctly or 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 easily for me to understand. Yeah. Um. The other point with that is that um, I think somebody needs to tell James Gunn that um, screaming doesn't make good acting. 
Yeah. There were clearly, so clearly. many scenes where characters would get, or actors would get, like, a minute-long monologue just because they were screaming and freaking out. And it's like, oh, I know for a fact when James Gunn yelled cut, he was like, oh, oh that was amazing. That was amazing. That was great. Yeah, you see how loud, loud, you see how loud. It's like, dude, yelling isn't good acting. Like loud, good. They were all overacting their asses off because they're, like, screaming. And somebody, James Gunn, probably was thinks that's what good acting is. It was so, it was like, it had the subtlety of a fucking dick punch. Yeah, oh my god. Or or the, the, the big bad, the main guy, the, um, what's his name? Kang. <laughs> Kang again. Kang again. Diet Kang. Yeah, this guy. He was, uh, hold on, I got his name right here. Screamo. <laughs> uh, Scream McQueen. What the fuck, where's his name? I have it written down, I promise. I did write it down. Anyway, he was really loud the whole fucking time. High Evolutionary. That was his name? That's his name, I thought his name was Sire. No, that's what they they all call him Sire. Sire. Because that's like another word for boss. His name was the High Evolutionary. Because like he, uh, he, he was trying to like create his own like races, like his own species and trying to be like a god. Yeah, classic bad guy. Oh. I'm not trying to take over um, the world. I'm trying to make it better. Yeah, but he was just, like, bugging out the whole time. Like, yeah. he was all twitchy and, it's and like, yelling. Find me Rocket. And he was just yelling and screaming. He and- really wanted Rocket because he wanted Rocket's brain. Because one part that I actually did like, he was, like, mutating animals. And he, like, approached Rocket and was like, this is the device I use to, you know fuck with these animals he goes but the problem is i'm speeding up evolution but they're getting really violent and then rocket was like yeah well you know the problem with the machine is this and he immediately got so angry he was like how did you know that and he was just mad because like he made rocket rocket shouldn't be smarter than him yeah. and he got so angry and i thought that, that was actually pretty funny I would have liked that a lot more if the problem wasn't the stupidest problem. Yeah, right. It was the most base. It was like, it's like Rocket walked up and was like, did you try turning it off and turning it back yeah, on? Yeah, right. Did you try the, unplugging it and plugging it back in? He like watches it happen and he's like, oh, you're not filtering out enough shit. And he like points at the filters and he's like, you, you got to filter more out of it. It's like, really? That this genius that can create life. Hey, can advance, uh, can turn a turtle into a man. Yeah. He didn't know that all he had to do was put a heavier filter on it. I can do that with my air conditioner. Every time my air conditioner gets warm, I go, whoop, got to clean the filter. Are yeah. you shitting me? This genius, super genius didn't realize that he, was, he wasn't he was diluting whatever fucking spray also, he was using. why would that even make them violent? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, whenever Keegan doesn't change his air conditioning filter, he turns into a fucking psycho. I start beating, <laughs> I start beating my girlfriend. Yeah. I just start lace. I'm, come here, babe. She's yeah. thinking she's running to the air conditioner. I'm like, no, no, please, no. <laughs> Keeps banging her head off the AC. Why won't it be Ah, my phone. It's gonna fucking rust. It's gonna fucking rust. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know what? I noticed too. I wrote this down a bunch of times. I don't. James Gunn doesn't know how anything works. He doesn't know how guns work. He doesn't know how spaceships work. He doesn't know how space works. He doesn't know how how filters work and how evolution works. I'm watching this whole thing going. That's not how that. That's not how. Th- Dude, yeah. Everybody in a, everybody in this movie that had a gun just didn't shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> they would point it at someone and that person would just run towards them and they'd be like, oh "God, what do I do?" And then the the guardians go on a mission in like spacesuits and then they lose the spacesuits like, "Great, now we're stuck here because we don't have our spacesuits." And then at the end, they're all fighting like in space, <laughs> no helmets, and it's like it pulls you right out. It's like, "Well, what? they're they're in their spaceships." And one of the, the the golden guy like literally flies through the fucking he, windshield. He, he Captain Marveled it. Yeah, he flies through the windshield of of Quill's ship, and they just keep flying it like there's not a giant fucking hole in the front of it. It's yeah. like, what, dude, that's all your air is going to leave that hole. You are going to leave that hole. Anything that's not strapped and he just down never getting, did. And, and he, then they, they were perfectly fine. Yeah, they just kept flying. And then at the end, Quill is like racing to the edge to jump onto the right ship and he doesn't make it and then he like freezes in space and like his what is it his tape deck fucking like falls out of his hand he's like and his face like swells up yeah and gets, uh, gets frozen and then dude, they if you get, get to the, if you're in space and you get to the point where your head explodes you're dead that's not i don't know what james gunn thought he was trying to communicate with that moment. Yeah. He's floating in space and then his head just inflates. Yeah. Like, and that's like, your brain exploded. Yeah. He like hemorrhaged. Yeah, and then dead. you can't yeah. live that. And then, and then like one of them was like, I got him and like jumped out to save him. And then they like dragged him to the ship still outside in space. And he's like, did that look awesome? And he looks like the elephant man. And it's like, <laughs> You're Why? still in space. It's it's still cold. You're still... There's no difference of being 20 feet. You're not in the ship. Also, yeah, once his... I honestly thought he fucking died. Because his uh, that's face a, just went... That's what I... It, it wanted you to think that. There's no other explanation. But at the same time, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't really care. I was like, uh... Well, because I knew they weren't going to do it. My whole thing is, like, once you kill Iron Man, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't, you know, I, I'm not a big Marvel guy, so I didn't really give a fuck when Iron Man died. <laughs> I, I knew he was gonna. I yeah, it was the obvious conclusion like, to his arc. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? Keep keep him around? Yeah, I mean, come on. All these, uh, see, that's what, you, you almost have to kill these characters because, like, it doesn't make any sense that they would, like, retire and then, like, uh, like Kang shows up to beat the shit out of, like, to destroy the world. Like, Captain America's not going to show up. Yeah, you gotta like figure out how to like get them out of the equation. I will say I liked what they did with Captain America. They just send him back in time. He went back in time to return like the Pym particles or whatever, but he like stayed yeah. to be with his to be with his wife, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, you know, it was a clever way of, of of doing that. But but also it's like I'm so sick of these people. Like in Endgame, why couldn't they just do this with Doctor Strange and they all could have lived? I'm like, because it's a movie. <laughs> The movie, like they, like that's what you're judging. This. There's a giant purple guy with space aliens beating the fuck out of these people, and you're worried about alternatives. 
Suck a fucking dick. Jesus Christ. But my feelings. Yeah, but you killed Iron Man. Mm, That made me sad. (laughs) Yeah, it was supposed to. (sighs) Yeah, it's almost like not every moment in a movie should be fucking giddy, which which is exactly what James Gunn tried to do in this. Here's an idea. Even his sad shit was like, okay, get the the walrus in a wheelchair to... (laughs) It's okay, you're with us now. Can we talk about their demise? Oh shit! We were the only ones cracking Dude, the was, fuck. His, I up. was hysterically laughing, and we were do, the only. Do you want to tell it, or should I tell it? So yeah, so Rocket, you because you went to the bathroom at the beginning of the scene. Oh yeah, I think you I did. came back just in time to see this fucking dog oh, shit. Thank God. So uh, uh, Diet Kang takes them out. <laughs> Diet Kang has like he's like he drags Rocket out to like brag about. He's like, look, I fixed it because I did the filter thing you talked about. Ha ha, you're dumb. Oh yeah, okay. This, I remember that. So Diet Kang, uh, this really quick tangent that kind of leads into this. Diet Kang, when he's when when like it's showing the flashbacks to when like Rocket's a little baby. Diet Kang is a completely normal person. Like he's yeah. a complete. He's just like a. He's like a scientist. Like he's a completely rational human. He's actually sitting there with like baby raccoon, like teaching him how to like speak. Yeah, and like teaching him words. He's like he's like pointing out a window. Like look, that's a rocket. And Rocket's like oh rocket, and it's like okay, this is I. So he's a normal person. And then like randomly, at some point, he comes stumbling into the room freaking the fuck out like yeah. holding his head and he's like ah, ah, yeah and they like, were like and his like assistants are like maybe we should hold off until tomorrow and it's like so what are you talking well, about his assistants go they go um they're like we were in the middle of one of his treatments and he started like bugging out and that was yeah. all the explanation you yeah, got. Was like, okay. and then from that point on he just keeps getting crazier and crazier and it's like what? Like I Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It it, it made for a more irritating character because yeah. like if you look at other characters in the Marvel universe, um none of them are like insane. Like a, a lot of the, a lot of characters are are rational people just doing bad shit. Like yeah. uh uh Jeff Bridges in Iron Man 1. He wasn't insane, he was power hungry. That's yeah. that's that's Frightening. That, that was his whole thing. He was he was the new CEO of of Stark Industries, and he wanted weapons. Yeah, that's frightening because he's not insane. And it he, gave us one of the best quotes out of the entire Marvel franchise. Yeah, Th- Thanos is Tony Stark built this in a cave I'm, with a box of scraps. Well, I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Well, sorry, I'm not Tony Stark. Hey, uh, hey, man. Or Thanos. Thanos is a completely rational person. He's just. Committing mass genocide. Yeah, he's just like has a diluted <laughs> anti-social uh, philosophy. Well, yeah, because he just like runs around and he's just like <laughs> perfectly balanced as all things should be, little one. But you can follow his logic while also disagreeing with. Yeah, him. I hate illogical characters. Yeah, because like, he was like, now no one will be hungry. He he wanted to create a perfect race, but instead of like, but he was rejecting. Like his previous experiments. Well, here's the thing that bothered me a lot because, like, he was like, "I made the perfect Earth," and then I think it was Star Lord was like, "What? You mean these like human animals that sell each other meth?" He goes, <laughs> "Oh yeah," and then he blows up the whole planet. Yeah, it was like that's all it took. Well, well, 
that didn't bother me so well, much. But then, like later on, like so he he try he blows up the planet. So obviously he's got to fly away in his spaceship, and then he just starts losing the fucking plot. Like he starts going off the fucking deep end. He, even he more. does the villain whoosh. Yeah, he's like killing his own henchmen. He's like you know throwing them around. Get out of ship. my way. Wish. And then his like second in command is like I'm taking control like you're out of your fucking element and then he just kills them all. Yeah, but he like, like screams really loud and then they but all But he die. was being compl- He was being completely irrational. Like he 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 has three of the guardians locked up in a cage. They can't go anywhere. And then he's just like open the cage and they're like why? That's like a horrible decision. He's just like Well also what I want to say is we didn't get to their demise. Yeah, all right. I, I had to go on that mini tangent. Yeah, we, 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 that we, mini we, tangent turned into a major tangent. Yeah. But anyway, this is great. So uh, so he comes in, so he drags uh, Rocket out, and he's like, look, I, I, I did it. I made the animals. They're not angry anymore. They're peaceful. He goes, uh, so basically, I don't need you anymore. And Rocket's like, what? Oh, God, technical difficulties. Hold on. So he's like, Rocket, I, I, you know, I don't need you guys anymore. And Rocket goes... He's basically like like rubbing it in his fucking face that he's like, I don't need you anymore. And guess what? You're not coming. Yeah. He's like, you're a, you're like a failed prototype. I'm not bringing you along. I'm not bringing you along to my perfect utopia. Yeah. And then the dumbass just drags him back to the cage. Because he's, he's like prep him for brain surgery. Yeah. They're like, tomorrow. oh, we'll just kill him in the in the morning. But he wants to keep Rocket to look at his brain. Yeah. But he, he's going to kill the other three. So he drags him back to the cage, throws him in the cage, but Rocket had been secretly grabbing, like, different components and things, and he, like, cobbled up together a fake key card that would open his cage. So he opens the ca- <laughs> he opens the cage, and then he's like, freedom, it worked, yeah. Then he opens up the otter's cage, and literally, like, five seconds later- They're in love, by the way. Yeah, five seconds later, Dai Kang shoots her in the back. Yeah. She like falls over, dies. Rocket starts bugging out, which was I thought was actually uh, very cool, very yeah. well done. I liked it. I liked yeah. this half of the scene I loved. Because like, he, he's just like, out like hyperventilating. He's just screaming. He's yeah, just he's like, just like, ah, and, ah, and, like and, and Dai Kang is such a fucking schizo he's like he starts screaming back at him he's like but he's like my he's like "Ah, ah, ah, you dumbass and so uh rocket just freaks the fuck out bum rushes him and claws his fucking face off yeah and (laughs) this is the part that i that lost me because as rocket's clawing his face off he's like gurgling laying there all of his cronies come running in like the security detail they come running in (laughs) Rocket picks up a hand, the, the guy's gun, and, st- and starts blowing these dudes away. Then these guys all go to shoot Rocket and miss every single shot. <laughs> miss every shot. And then Rocket kills all three of them and turns around. All of his friends are dead. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the walrus in a the wheelchair. The walrus is tipped over. The <laughs> laying in like upside down like a spider. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And I lost my fucking we, shit. We were shaking, laughing. I was. Oh trying- no, Toofs is dead. Toofs, no. Toofs, not they Toofs and Floor. They didn't, they didn't die trying to escape. They didn't die in a fight. They caught a couple strays. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. T- 
outside off screen and it, uh, the camera whips back around and their corpses are just laying there and Rocket's like no and I don't even I don't know what happened for the next five minutes I was completely out I think I was, what happened was he just ran away to escape he got in a ship and left all right, I I was like keeled over laughing. Yeah, like, and the rest of the theater was completely silent. Yeah, they were like, they're like not floor and toofs. I was dying. I was so I'm, fucking funny. I'm not trying to make you know get on like such a technical term, but it's like I don't know why Rocket wouldn't have just killed Diet Kang since he's the one that killed his girlfriend. But you know, it's you know, it's yeah, a movie. He, just leaves, I know. He, he had the gun. He could have yeah, just I know. popped them right there. Then we wouldn't have this amazing cinematic masterpiece. What, what it should have been was that he tries to escape with the three, you know, yeah, the three amigos, and they die on the chase because that's a sense of See, urgency that what- that makes it so Rocket can't stop to make these kind of decisions. If you don't allow him into a situation where he can make a decision. We don't. We can't nitpick that decision. Yeah, and be like, why didn't he just shoot the guy right there? Because like, he's on the move. He's got to go. Move. He's yeah. You got to go. You got to go. He wasn't being chased at that moment. He yeah. could have ended him right Th- there. This is exactly what I was saying before. Where James Gunn could have taken out thirty pages of pointless shit and maybe added ten of shit like that. Yeah, the 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 you three know, friends like, should have died trying to escape, not just standing in their cell like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. They shouldn't have been killed by stray bullets. Yeah, they should like have been the, killed by Diet Kang. Yeah, like the rabbit with like all those robotic legs should have been able to like climb up on some shit and get do, something and do anything. Do, yeah. the, 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 I think that one of my biggest problems about these characters is they uh, you know, they amounted to nothing. Yeah. You know, you it's it's uh it's like a the case of like Chekhov's gun where and, yeah. the gun was never used. And then and then he and then Rocket gets the chance to kill him again and he just drops the gun and then Quill was like, Why not? He goes, Cause I'm a guardian, <laughs> I'm a of, guardian of the galaxy. Baby. It's like, well, if you're a guardian of the galaxy, kill the guy who's trying to ruin the galaxy. To be fair, they did just leave him on the ship <laughs> as it exploded. Oh, that's true. That yeah. is true. They didn't let him live. Which I still hate because that you are killing him. If yeah. you're not dragging him off the ship, yeah, like leaving Rocket, someone to die is still killing them. Like Rocket, if I shoot you out in the woods and leave you there, that's I'm killing you. Yeah. just because you didn't die to my gunshot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what bothers me is like Rocket had so much pent up aggression towards this guy and had such a rough life with this guy. It's like now he's got that chance. It's like just say fuck it, man. Like do it. You just killed all of his henchmen to get to him. Fucking put a bullet in his head. And then they rip off his fake face. And he's all he looks like the guy from fucking Captain America, that red face guy. Red skull. Yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to be him or that was just from what Rocket did to him. That's just what you look like when your face gets ripped off. Yeah. The same thing with Red Skull. He got his like head melted. Yeah. It's like Red Skull is like muscle tendon. Yeah. He was just, uh, I mean, Rocket really fucking tore his fucking face That's up. That's what I'm saying. I, I, guess I, was... I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Yeah. Uh, that was a good scene. Because that, that was where his innocence just left. Yeah. Well, so he's pro. So that was the other cool thing was that the four of them were programmed to be peaceful creatures. Like he wasn't able, he wasn't supposed to be able to, to, uh, perform violence. He was programmed as like a peaceful, docile being. Like hence he wasn't the Teletubby characters. Yeah, hence them being fucking loser bitches. Yeah. 
Um, but he like absolutely broke rocket in that moment by killing his friend and just unleashed this fucking animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say the other thing I did like was uh, Rocket and the baby raccoons. I don't know why that that moment just worked for me. Yeah, no, it, I I agree. Because what that I love is right. like the opening scene is his point of view of a guy approaching the cage and grabbing him to fuck him up, and now their point of view is Rocket coming to save them. It comes full circle. Like the, that's a good element. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, yeah, you should call it a callback. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was like a more like a parallel. Yeah, it's like a great, parallel. In the great uh, words of George Lucas, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other than, like, that, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, those are the elements I liked, like, when it, like, when I, I like the big picture. You know right. what I mean? There but was... all the small things in it that made up the big picture, like, I just couldn't get really get on board with. It was a lot of just miscommunication. Whoopsie daisy. Oh, we're, you know, again, good actors because we're all screaming at each other. It's like it's like James Gunn was like, okay, everybody in this is going to need their moment. Yeah. So you scream here. You scream here. Everyone will have their little thing. It's like that's not what it should be. The Yeah, the problem wasn't. So the structure of the movie was sound. It was like a good foundation. Of yeah. that. You know, you have Rocket, a character we all know. Uh, in peril, and you have the rest of the cast trying to save him. That that's a that's a fine foundation. What where where it get got lost was the 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 bloated, fucking mucus ridden sack of shit that James Gunn slapped on top of that foundation. Yeah, it was just it was a fucking mess. And it's like you have a coherent story underneath all of this, and yeah. you're just like going out of your way to like knock it over (laughs) yeah and like it's just i just didn't buy a lot of it and it's like weird because i've seen movies where there's shit where you should watch it and you're just like what the fuck is this but like i'm trying to think okay so uh a couple days ago i watched the movie ted they put it on netflix Mm -hmm. and it's like okay the kid made a wish that his teddy bear could talk and now it's like, you know, drug addict, foul mouthed, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm like, why is this happening? Oh, because he just made a wish when he was a kid that his bear could talk. And OK, his wish came true. And it's like it was so fucking funny. And I bought it the whole way through. I'm like, yeah, this is he made the wish. Fuck it. Now his bear can talk fine. And it was a good tight knit fucking really good comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, a, a, like I'll buy anything if you make it good. A movie doesn't have to be complex to be good. No. It it, it just it really depends on how you lay your foundation and then how that foundation supports the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think. I I I don't remember anything from Ted, so I can't. I can't well, I can't. yeah, I mean it came out like 10 years ago. But, um, um I watched I'm trying to figure out how to tie this in because uh, it's just on my, my starship troopers yeah i watched that last night that's a weird movie man yeah that's a lot of a lot of bugs in that that's movie. a trippy movie because it opens up with like all these soldiers getting fucking murked by oh, the yeah, bugs like the there's fuck a, up and uh great satire uh great like yeah propaganda satire movie um it's the, the I'm doing my part 
If you've never seen it, it's that movie. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. Um, it's a it's it's a weird movie. It's got a lot of fucking like uh, wacky ideas, but like the first half of the movie is like this weird romance high school movie, and you're like, what what is happening? Like you set yeah. up this weird movie where like a cameraman is like, we're here on the front lines, and a bug rips him in half. Yeah, and then you cut into like. All right, here's like 30 minutes of our characters in high school. And you're like, what? Who? And then you watch, and you're like, you know what? This kind of fucking works. Cause yeah. Now I know my main cast, and now I know everything I, and, you know, I, I care about them now. You're just establishing that. Um, but I, and I get, I get that though. Yeah. You can, it's follow like if that. you, you can, yeah. Basically, what we're trying to say is you can believe anything in a movie if it's done properly. Oh, yeah. If yeah, it's I, done right, I will believe anything. If you're like, oh, the the alien war is the part that made the most sense. In the actually, here's how I can tie this in. This is melting. Um, so <laughs> in in Starship Troopers, uh, watch it if you haven't. But in Starship Troopers, uh, they invade the bug planet. The reason they invade the bug planet is because an asteroid hits Earth and destroys Buenos Aires. Wipes it off the fucking planet. Like, millions of people die. And somehow, the governments of the world come to the conclusion that these bugs purposely sent an asteroid to our planet. They trace the asteroid back to their home planet. And they're like, they did it on purpose. We're going to war. And it's, like, very obvious that the bugs cannot control asteroids. And it's like... I can believe that because you've set up that this government is stupid. Yeah, like, it's like batshit retarded. Yeah, like, you've 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 the the foundation is that like um there's all these really weird little scenes thrown in to to Starship Troopers where um it's 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 like it's like a web page like you're like you're on like a and, and it always ends the same it goes do you want to know more? It's like a it's like a news article. It's like oh, uh local scientists uh tests rifles on bugs do you want to know more and it goes it goes for like three or four of them and one of the things that establishes early on is that um the only way you can earn the right to vote in this universe is by joining the military (laughs) so only people in the military have citizenship so all your characters have weird motivations for one of them is like, I want to get into politics, so I have to be a soldier. Yeah. One's like, oh, I I wanted to go to Harvard, but, but that's really cool. That's what I mean. It's, it's like, like you want this, you got to do this. But and I'll so believe you. I don't question the asteroid when I know that this is a government that awards you citizenship based on your military service. Yeah, like, that's like yeah. a wacky. That like that's the kind of government we're working with. Got it. All right, I can believe those dumbasses. Would, would do something. Would like do that. that. Would would trace an asteroid back to a planet yeah. and invade that planet. But with Guardians, James Gunn would set things up and then contradict them, and it just kept falling back. And there was no structure, or there was no like, no one was like coherent. Uh, what's the word? Like no one was like there were no steady characters. Therefore, I couldn't believe consistent. Anything. Yeah, consistency. There was no consistency with the characters or the plot, so it was like he would like go this way and then go that way and then go up and down and all around. I'm just like, what? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, there was this really annoying moment to me um, where uh, they they get Rocket down into the medical bed 
and they go, all right, he's got about 48 hours, which means nothing in space. <laughs> yeah. There's no time in space. It, time is relative to what planet you're standing on. Uh, so the 48 hours is meaningless, Mark. But then they just kind of meander around. There's no, like, urgency to yeah. it. Like, they go into the anus and... They'll start, like, bickering. Yeah, they're fighting. They're in the airlock. And it's like, dude, you're fucking friends dying on the ship. Yeah. It's like, why would you put our spacesuits in that bin where it gets launched into space? It's like, I didn't know that it would get launched into space. Like, are you that dumb? No, are you dumb? It's like, I'm not laughing, so it's not funny. Yeah. You set up a case of urgency, you know, to push the plot. Now you're, you're falling back on it. Yeah. That you're no longer adhering to. Yeah. It's, I just, I just didn't like it, man. I, I didn't fucking like it. I thought, and again, my least favorite movies are bad ones that had potential. And I saw a lot of potential in this, and again, especially with rocket. And I thought a lot of the ideas were good. They were just executed like shit. And it probably got softened up because of the studio. And it just made me, I just didn't buy any of it. See, I'd, I'd like to, I, I, I know, I, I doubt we ever will, but I'd like to know more about the behind the scenes of all three movies. Because I know at least Chris Pratt, I'd like to talk about him at the end for like five seconds too. Yeah. Um, but I, I know at least Chris Pratt had mentioned that this was meant to be a trilogy. I wonder how much planning... It it I don't know if they that they were just like all right we're making three movies or if they were making they don't these three s- movies with this arc because if you're making a trilogy you have an overarching trilogy you don't just it's not just three movies it's a a great example is Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings shit happens in the first movie shit happens in the second movie shit happens in the third movie but the overall plot is we have to get this fucking ring into that mountain. Yeah, and all each movie is its own step of the process, but it, that overarching plot and connects the three movies. So when you go out to make a trilogy, you're not just making three random movies. That's where, uh, like, uh, like John Wick lost me too. Like they kept pumping out these movies and nothing connected them. They were all just completely different yeah. movies. Back for another wacky adventure. Yeah, with here's the another, assassin. Here's another hour and a half of Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say it. I never no saw. Setting. I never saw any John Wick movie. The first one's phenomenal. The rest of them, are, you don't have to. The first one's a phenomenal movie. I, I will not. Uh, that movie blew me away when I watched it. That's another movie that has a great foundation. That's super simple. Uh, yeah. Guy's wife dies. Dead wife gets him a puppy because she knew she was going to die. Uh, gangsters break into his house, kill the puppy. Uh, and that sends him on a violent rampage <laughs> through this mob that, and then it turns out that uh, they knew him because he used to work for them, mm. and he's like this violent, famous hitman, and but like he's just on this violent rampage that, and he can't be talked down from it. That is a fantastic, simple movie, perfect, no fat on that whatsoever. And then the rest of them come and they're like, "How do we fatten this bitch up? How do we get this nice?" fat piece of fucking meat into my yeah. mouth. Guess what? Now the whole world is assassins. There's an underground society of assassins. They use gold coins. You already lost me. Yeah, the the first one is an amazing tight little movie. What do you uh what do you want to say about Chris Pratt? Um what I this movie, I, I know in the other ones too, uh maybe not so much in, in, in the non-Guardians movies, I when Chris Pratt needs to, he can act his ass off. 
He handles those dramatic scenes perfectly. Like the scene where Rocket's dying and he's freaking out. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He he can get the fucking job done. I was I was actually impressed by Chris Pratt in this movie. Um, I agree. I think Peter Quill is a very poor character. Um, like generally, yeah. Um, I there, I'm not saying he's a bad character. I'm just saying he's he leaves a little to be desired. Uh, and I'm not. He's constantly kind of like. It's like you can't be the main character to like end the comedic relief. I hate that. And it seems <laughs> and like it that. seems like that's kind of like what it's, they were. It's the same a thing lot as, of what it was. Same was, thing as Ant Man. He's somehow yeah. a supporting character in, in a movie with his namesake. Yeah. <laughs> At least Guardians is about the whole group. Yeah. So, so you Peter, can't really, you know. Um. But yeah, no. It, when when push comes to shove, Chris Pratt can actually act, which. You know, makes it slightly more upsetting that he always gets the goofy guy character. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I know he's had movies where he played like a serious role. I mean, yeah, Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Jurassic World. That movie sucked on my dick. Dude, the f- I, dude, no. don't even get me started on Jurassic Park, man. I will flip out. Jurassic Park was fine. Maybe, maybe not two or three, but Jurassic World didn't have to be made. Yeah, that second trilogy was awful. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Two was I, terrible. Uh, Jurassic I will never, Three was terrible. I, I I will never have good words to say about a remake, a remaster, or uh, stop, stop make, stop remake. And you know what? You know what pisses me off is you can remake movies. Like there are plenty of like movies that were good ideas that were executed horribly you could remake those but they don't they only want to remake the movies that That everybody already saw yeah and it's like it's so obvious and people just fucking keep lining up to watch them they eat this shit up and here's the secret here's the big secret hollywood doesn't want you to know all right if you want to watch top gun you don't gotta drag tom cruise's 58 year old ass back out onto camera all right, you can just go watch Top Gun again. It's not; it has didn't go anywhere. You don't have to remake the movie. All right, it's still there. I hate when Disney does that, like cart that animated to live action. It's oh like my God. The, like the the Lion King. It's like they're they're both technically cartoons. Yeah, they're the both King. animated. Just one's just animated better. No, one's just CGI, and the other one's hand drawn. That was the only yeah. difference, and that that killed me. Uh, and that's when th- this is when I back then I still gave a shit. Uh, now I don't. Disney can burn down for all I care. Yeah. Um, back then, you know, man, the fucking Lion King worked because of how much fucking charm that animation had. Yeah. That animation did so much of the fucking heavy lifting. Oh yeah. And then they just and the got talent behind it. The yeah, voice behind honestly. that. Uh, had a great talent behind that movie. But what I'm saying is like that that the animation itself absolutely yeah. carried that movie. Yeah, like that era of animation was great. What do they call it? The Disney Golden Age? Yeah, I think so. That was like the Lion King, I think like... Aladdin. Aladdin. This this one's under the radar. Emperor's New Groove, mm-hmm. I fucking mm-hmm. love. Yep. I love that fucking movie. Pull the lever, Kronk. <laughs> Wrong lever! Dude, the best is when like the intro, he's like dancing, and and then like he bumps into this old man. He goes, ah, he threw off my groove. And this giant guard comes over to this old man and goes, I'm sorry, but you've thrown <laughs> off the emperor's groove. And just yeets this fucking guy out a window. Uh, sorry. 
great fucking movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, all those, all the new Disney movies look like fucking shit now. Their animation got like really shitty. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I mean, Pixar doesn't make good movies anymore. <laughs> I know. Right. And it has nothing to do with the fact that, oh, well, these ones came out when I was a kid, but they were just better. They were more interesting premises. Yeah, like honestly, like not like, even just if- an animated movie. Monsters Inc. is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. It's such- so fucking much. I don't know what happened. I mean, I do know what happened because there's a you know, a writer's strike going on. But yeah. I uh, Hollywood is really just shafted writers and, and writers for so long. Yeah, and, and you can just tell it's getting worse and worse as the years go on. Yeah. That's why I don't get mad at these like these video game movies and these remakes whenever they turn out to suck. You know how like everybody gets mad at video game movies because they're like it, it has it, it, it's not the same thing as the video game. It's like you get these poor fucking writers that all they have wanted to do was tell stories their whole life. They get a job with like I don't know like uh, fucking some studio and the studio goes, "Can you write a thing that's already written?" Can you take all these somebody else's characters yeah. and put them in their world and and have their things happen? Yeah, to just make it again. It's like that's not writing. I, I I'm not gonna yeah. write something that's already written. Yeah, it's like just do just so then play the game and yeah, then write. Yeah, so then uh, watch it on fucking YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> but then so then these writers try to do something different because they just want to write their own story and everybody freaks the fuck out. They're like, yeah. this has nothing to do with The Witcher. It's like okay, because I imagine the guy who wrote it didn't want to write The Re- Witcher. Yeah. Guess what? The Witcher was already written. You don't have to fucking uh, well, like. I could never imagine as a writer being told to write a story that already exists. I would yeah. blow my fucking brains out. I would can purposely you, sabotage. Can you write Cinderella? So here's what we want. We want Cinderella again. But she has to be Asian and a lesbian. <laughs> can you make that happen? Actually, I would watch that. <laughs> that sounds sexy as hell. Sexy as shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, you my ugly stepsister. Right, okay, we scissor that. now. No, we're not doing that again. <laughs> Come on. Not doing that again. Come on. What murder? This is going to, once uh, in in, t- in 10 years when we have a YouTube career, some other YouTuber is going to do a deep dive into our podcast and clip all the racist moments Charlie's had. <laughs> well, on that note, let's keep and it going. Le- and leave out the parts where I yell at him for it. <laughs> I do a great impression of a Mexican. All right. So that was the Degenerate Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, Brought to you by Jason Statham. All right, so here's what you can do. You can watch us on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm Charlie. I'm Jason Statham. And this has been another episode of the Degenerate Movie Reviews. Good work, bitch. Oh, that was mean. <laughs>